This is the fourth and short podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Week number two is upon us. We are going through it right now, and it has been a blast for most of us. This is self-proclaimed and, let's be honest, reasonably concerned Steelers fan, Jason Felt. And across from me is, I've just learned this before, the cheesehead of the South, Matt Peterson. Matt, welcome. How hey, are you guys today? doing? It's fantastic. This is a victory Sunday night. I'm feeling fantastic. I'm, I'm glad pretty sure the big... Packers not win. I would be very bummed. But uh, hey, I'm here. Life is good. I'm glad it was a victory for one of us. Yes. It's, it's, been, it's been a rough week. For one of us. Today <laughs> did not help at all. For one of us. It's, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I'm, I, you know what? I'm going to rejoice with them that do rejoice. I'm going to rejoice with you. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's a good day. Yeah, I really We're can't. We're sitting all alone on the top of the division. I can't do that myself. It's beautiful. But I digress. This is the 4th and Short Podcast where we are giving you that instant raw fan reaction for everything that has happened today in week number two. You're thinking it, and we're saying it, and so we're looking forward to get ending, getting into everything from week two's action. We have got the Sunday night game on right in front of us. We'll be giving you updates as that game goes on. It is just about to kick off for the second half, and right now the Falcons, I believe, have a 10-3 to lead over the Philadelphia Eagles, and so we'll give you updates as far as that go. But we are going to jump right into things. we got a lot of football to cover, and uh, we don't want to waste any more time, and so we're going to jump right into our first segment. This is First and Ten, where each of us, Matt and I, we've got one thing from this week of football that we want to address, uh, talk about, be thankful for something that stood out to us, and um, total side a- note: the second half just started with Atlanta recovering this ball, so that is huge. Oh yeah, on the kickoff, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and I and I am corrected. It, it's Atlanta ten six over the Eagles at the half, yeah. but now Atlanta has the ball back, and uh, they're they're looking relatively good after a slow start last week. Yep, slow start against um, against Minnesota last week. I mean, we even said though that 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 wasn't the team that that we knew them to be. Exactly, we, we it, was, it was it was a fluke. Yes, yes. So that was one of the the overreactions that people were going to have in week number one, and they they look like they turned it around. But first and ten, Matt, I'm going to let you go first. All right. So I just want to say, for my first and ten, I have a huge man crush on Bill Belichick. I'm just going to say it. So uh, now this is here is really why awkward. Here is why. Belichick, I, I believe, well, I personally believe he's one of the greatest coaches in football ever, but the fact that he can take in players with a, a history of problems and, and attitude and you know, whatever, hmm. he's able to take these guys in and he's able to get them to conform to his system and to just play football. Okay. The, guy, the guy is a master because leadership, I think, is tough. It's a tough place to be in. As a coach, you're going to get blamed for everything. Right. You're going to get... All, all the things that go wrong is on your play at the end of the day, and you're also responsible for making sure that people are going in the direction that you're looking to go. Yes. So the fact that Belichick has been there for in the Patriots for however long he is, and he's mm-hmm. stayed on top for that long, it, it's just incredible. You know, he's taken in people like Randy Moss. He's taken in people like Antonio Brown now. He's had Aaron Hernandez. You know, he's had Josh Gordon. He has all these people that have this history of, of being just issues, you know, wherever they go. And just through the strength of his leadership, I think he's able to bring these people in and get them to conform to, to the way he wants them to play. He's able to bring the best out of these people. So you know, I just want to say that Belichick's the man. I think he's the greatest coach I have personally ever seen coach. I think, so, I mean, as far as the NFL goes right now, you cannot argue with Belichick being the greatest coach of our generation. I mean, it's certainly he's up there. All with, time is him with Lawrence Lombardi, in my opinion. I take those two. You know, and I, I can't argue with that. I mean... You can go with others um, from the 49ers, the Cowboys, their dynasties. Um, you know, certainly there are, are those that can be mentioned in that conversation. But for what he has done, and you're right, with how he has taken players and has produced in his system, no matter. It's more than just the system, I think it's the culture. He oh, just has the culture and the mindset that he instills in the players. 
I think that's what any any player would want to be on. Like, I want to be a part of a high-performing team. It's not just some, like, it's nice when you're the stud or you're the star and everybody's looking at you like, oh, wow, this guy's so great. But to take it to the next level and be part of a team that just has the winning culture and mm-hmm. that is their mindset, I mean... It's it's just night and day different. No, it is. It 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 is. It's it's true leadership. It goes beyond football. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, we see that. Obviously, this is this is hits home in this area. But I think you see that at Alabama, what Nick Saban has done there, just the culture that he has produced there. He calls it the process. However, you want to look at it, it it's it goes beyond just what's happening on the field, but it's in the locker room. It's it is. It, I mean, it must I, be terrible playing against these guys because they expect to win. They just oh, yeah. assume that, oh, yeah, of course I'm going to win. What are you right. talking about? Whereas you have somebody like the Browns or someone like the Dolphins where, oh, wow, we won? Wow. Yes. This is crazy. It's true. It's, 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 it's impressive. And, yeah. and uh, at this point, for either him or in the case of Saban with college, I, I don't see it ending anytime soon. No. Um, because it doesn't, it's, it's not like some places where it will end with a player's career as long as the coach is there. Yeah. It's going. And I mean, I say keep going as long as you can. It takes so, it's so hard to get to the top, let alone stay there for so long. I used to hate the Patriots. I'm going to be honest with you. Hated them. I mean, I punched a hole in your wall for goodness sakes. <laughs> this, is, this is true. I yeah. still have. There's a mark on my wall. Those of you that have been to my house, you know this. It's so, there. Yes. I punched a hole through his wall because the Patriots won the Super Bowl. It was on that stinking... The Seahawks. The, yes. the Seahawks yep. when they should have ran it, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So I punched a hole through his wall. You know, I used to hate the Patriots, but man, it's so hard to get there and to just stay on top for that long. I, I, I got nothing more respect for it now. I totally respect him. So like I said, I got a huge man crush on him. All right. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be watching that developing story, Matt, his relationship <laughs> with Bill Belichick. Okay. What you got, Jason? You look like you have a heavy heart. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I really... I've been thinking about this all week. Since last Sunday night. And... I don't... Know... How you can go... Into... That place. I'm not even going to refer to it as a stadium. Just that place. Gillette Stadium? (laughs) And put on... The display that you put on last week. Well, I mean, Steelers, I just, I just Steelers get... fans, did the Steelers even show up? Were they even there last week? I honestly, <laughs> I don't know. We were watching the game. It yeah. was, a tr- I mean, look, I was being realistic going into that game. I, I figured we were probably going to lose. Up until that point, we were 0-5 against Brady in that place. Yeah. So it was very unrealistic that we were going to be able to win, especially, you know, it's the first game of the season, kickoff, they're unveiling their Super Bowl banner. Gronk was there spiking things. Uh, it was, it was going to be very, very, very difficult, especially since they were, the Steelers were trying to figure out what life was going to look like after Antonio Brown. I understand that as being realistic. But come on! Can't you even show up? Can't, can't, you, can't you look like you were prepared for this game that you expected to play football in week number one? We, we talked about, we, we talked last week about how it looked like a lot of teams probably could have used more preseason for their starters. Yeah. The Steelers, I don't, did they forget that week one started last week? Did they think it was preseason still? Do you really think you can give Belichick that much time to game plan against you and not, well, I guess, I, I guess you expected to lose, but I mean. I don't know. And, and it was, it was across all facets of the game. It was the offensive line was completely, I mean, when, when everybody but the center, and I understand he's a backup center, but everybody in the center is moving and he stands there for an eternity just yeah. with the ball on the ground. I yeah. mean, that, Roethlisberger, I don't know what, Ben, what are you doing? Where, where is your head? And, and again, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit reserved because he got injured today. Maybe there was something going on last week, so I'm going to hold it back. But, I mean, for real? What what changed from last year? What's I, different? I, I don't know. There... See, that's the thing. I don't know. It can't just be AB. It no, cannot just be no, Antonio no, 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 Brown no, no. is uh-uh, not there. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Because I think, I think you guys are better for not having him on the no, field. No, I agree. I agree. But receivers dropping the ball, not catching the ball. This Dante Moncrief character? Who have they picked him up? There's a reason why he was on Jacksonville last year. He huh? he didn't have to worry about getting the ball from Blake Bortles, so he never worried about catching it. 
Ooh, and so now, wow. when he's got to catch the ball, he's like, oh, the ball's coming my way. Why are we targeting him ten times? How many of those did he catch? Three! Wow. He caught three <laughs> passes for seven yards. Yeah. That, I, my hat is off to him because it's impressive to be that bad. <laughs> did, well, did James Conner, he got hurt today too, didn't he? Or did he come back in? He did, yes. Yes, we're, we'll, we'll get to that game. Okay. Because again, we didn't look any better today. See, now no. I was, I was on a, I was Let's down. Just... You brought me right back up here, okay? Because we looked just as bad today in injuries against a team that just let they made John Ross and Andy Dalton look like Jerry Rice and Steve Young last That's week. That's especially embarrassing after seeing what the 49ers did to them today. <sighs> they just annihilated them. I'm done, but. I felt like I needed to get that off my chest. I, I don't know what the Steelers are doing, but I'm very concerned. And, you, and, and on top of the fact that they've looked so unprepared, and I don't know if, what, if it's coaching, I don't know if it's just that Ben is done, but it's, it's oh, looked he's bad. What? He's what, like 36, 37? Yeah, he's, he's not that. He's, I mean, it's crazy that we're saying 36, 37 isn't that old to be playing in the NFL, but... You, know, you kind of, I guess, braze now the measure of, you know, what old is. But still, I mean, he's still got, he's still got some years in him. I know, I know. Well, we'll have to see. I'm, I'm just, I'm concerned. It, it's, especially with the Ravens playing as well as they are. I mean, we still well, have. We'll get to that. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. But, I mean, they did win again today. And they do have a very easy schedule. Yeah. The, uh, yes, that is true. This was a must-win game. And Mason Rudolph. Oh, this soon. I think so. Okay. Honestly, I don't feel like you can get behind. That's a very competitive division. So, anyway, I'm, I'm, I, my rant is over. I'm going to breathe again. And uh, we'll see what happens next week. Uh, but we need to get into the rest of football. Hi! Second and long, we're going to get into all of the games for today, looking at all of them. Um, we obviously recorded last week during the Sunday night game. I'm not going to get into any of those games that we didn't, uh, touch, uh, last night. Just as a recap, obviously Patriots beat the Steelers 33 to three in the Sunday night game. Um, and, and it just looked bad all night for Pittsburgh. Um, the Monday night games were New Orleans and Houston. New Orleans won 30 to 28 on a 58 yard field goal, career long 58 yard field goal from Will Lutz as time expired. Great game. Uh, probably the game leg. of the week. Hey, big time players. <laughs> big time plays. That's right. As big time players make big time players. And, and it, was, it was a great game. Uh, Deshaun Watson scored on two plays in 13 seconds to put them ahead at the end of that game. Just really, really good. Um, and then the second. Uh, Monday night game was Oakland beating Denver 24 to 16. Not much to talk about there, but Josh Jacobs looked really good. I was surprised. Like I, I don't want to get into it either, but I was surprised at the outcome of that game. Denver may be the worst team in that division. Oh, I think absolutely. And I think Oakland, this was, I wrote down this note before today's game because they obviously ran into Kansas City and Pat Mahomes. Yep. So we knew that that was going to go. But Oakland looked pretty decent without Antonio Brown. Josh Jacobs looks good. Tyrell Williams, I think, yes. can step up and be the number one. But they suffer from the AFC West disease. They're not getting past the Chargers, and they certainly aren't getting past the Chiefs. Yep. Um, and for the Broncos, Flacco is not the next Peyton Manning. So uh, I'm sorry, Broncos fans. It's going to be a long season. So let's get into the games for this week. Very quickly, I just want to touch on the Thursday night game, uh, Tampa Bay and Carolina. Tampa Bay winning 20-14. to 14. And uh, that game really did not go as I thought it would. I expected it to be a defensive no. game, and it was to some degree, but not the way that I expected it to be played. What do you I mean? Thought, well, I thought Carolina was going to show up a little more defensively, and Tampa Bay was going to struggle all night. But when James Winston had a bounce back game. Still doesn't look fantastic. No, he, he doesn't look. I don't think he looks that great. Uh, but he definitely bounced back from his week one well, performance. Could you go any lower? <laughs> this is true. This is true. There well, was, hit the bottom, guys. Uh, the only place um, I can go is up. We're gonna get to the Dolphins game in just a few minutes. Uh, okay. So. Okay. Good point. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick is uh, is definitely proof that you can. Uh, I have a question though. What is it time to give up on Cam? Oh yeah, I think so. See, did we talk about this last week? How I think he may go the way of uh, Andrew Luck this I year. Think, I think uh, I don't think we mentioned Andrew Luck, but we did talk a little bit about how 
I think that Cameron Cam Newton's been hurt a lot lately. I think that he's struggled as he's stopped running so much because I've heard heard people say it, and I'll say it again, because I totally agree with it. You take away Cam Newton's running ability, he's just another quarterback. It's true. He's not that much better than anybody else in the league if he doesn't run. No, so, and, 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 and that's his, his brand. And his running is bad. Yeah. He didn't run at all these first yeah. two games. He couldn't even pick up a first down because I think he's realized, one yard. He's realized how much he's gotten hurt, I think. Wait, wait, was that the one that was actually like on the line and they called it that it wasn't actually a first down? I don't know. One I saw where he wasn't even close. Oh. He reached out for it. He could have had a pitch oh, uh, to okay. a running back to the outside. Either, I mean, Cam Newton, at his best, picks up one-yard first downs. Yeah. By himself. But think how many injury issues he's had. No, you think I that's agree. in his head? And that's, he, and that's what I think it's, I mean, if I was Cam, okay, If I was the Carolina Panthers coaching staff, I would be preaching to this guy, do not run the ball so much. You're getting beat up. You're getting banged up. you got to stop. If you want to have any kind of career going forward, you have to transition away from a running quarterback. I think that they've been preaching that to him, and I think he's trying to transition away. But I think he just doesn't have the goods. Well, I don't think he's got the arm for it either. Yeah, so. that's what I'm saying. He, he just doesn't have it. Yeah. That's not, that's not how he's going to be. I think that he's been hurt enough that he's at least going to seriously consider at the end of this season. I mean, I'll call it now. I think he's going to seriously consider retiring. And he may not even come back next year. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. Uh, I, I think it shows on his face. I mean, you, you watch Cam and he, is, he doesn't even look excited to be playing football. And, I mean, we all know that Cam is, I don't know if flashy is the right word, interesting yeah. as a dresser. It just seems to be taking all, if you haven't seen the picture of Cam from this last week, oh, please oh, go he, look it up. Yeah. Uh, it, is, it is a sight Because he wears his whole dresser. <laughs> that is true. Uh, Christian McCaffrey held in check by Tampa D solid this week. And yep. uh, so we'll see what happens there. That is a very tough division. And uh, Atlanta is winning while we were talking they scored another touchdown so it's now 17-6 Atlanta on the Sunday night game and uh the Saints lost today we'll get to that game in just a few minutes so um Carolina 0-2 they're in trouble they are um everybody else will be as long as this score holds with Atlanta everybody else will be one and one so I guess they're only one game back but I don't I, I don't know Yeah, they're one game back but they're an ugly one game back they really are next game Baltimore beat uh, Arizona 23 to 16 and uh this is meh. a game <laughs> Oh, is this your meh bucket game? <laughs> yeah. Okay, what about it is your meh? I want I'll I'll get into it. I'll get into it later. Uh, I'm going to okay. save it. I, I think that uh, just briefly, I think Baltimore's they're an overachiever right now. I, yes. I think they're going to come back down to earth. Thank you. I think wait, that, wait, we need to roll the tape because uh, figuratively because Seems like I remember somebody yes, last that I'm, week that I'm on the Lamar Jackson train. I'm overreacting still... and saying Baltimore is for real. Okay. Please recant. Now I feel like I can't recant. Oh, <laughs> but look, but okay, I looked, I looked at the tail of the tape, and for goodness sakes, they beat Arizona, and they beat Miami. I know. That's what I said last week. Did Once I they not? play a pro team, maybe they might struggle a little bit. And this game was close. Yeah, I know. Most it was of it. Close. It was a three-point game in the fourth quarter with Arizona having the ball. I know. And this is with Kyler Murray under center, which, you know, maybe, I don't want to take anything away from him. Maybe he might be good one day, but I'm not. He wasn't that bad. I mean, he 25-40 is pretty good for three for 349. That's not, that's not bad. He's showing rapport. I'm not a believer, with, yes. He's, yet. Well, and I think that as a rookie through two games, he's only the second player since. Uh, Didn't he? The merger to throw for 300, ga- 300 yards in his first two games. Didn't he have like 50 attempts last game? Yes. He's throwing the ball. This has like 90 attempts for two games. But that's Cliff His Kingsbury. arm is going to fall off before uh, he gets his next uh, contract. And I think, again, obviously last week that was game script, them being down big to yeah. Detroit. This week I think he had to throw because David Johnson left the game with a wrist injury. He would eventually come back and score a touchdown. Uh, Baltimore's defense is stout, obviously, so he wasn't going to get a whole lot of running. But I wonder, if he doesn't leave, he's in for the whole game and he's healthy throughout the whole thing, could Arizona have pulled the upset? It's possible. How long was he out for? How much of that game? I think he was out for about uh, a little over a quarter, maybe closer to a half. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's totally possible. Like you said, Baltimore needs a true test. Yeah, they do. They, they, they have an easy schedule. I haven't looked at their schedule. See if we can get that. Uh, but do you think that true test is even in their division, though? 
I don't think the way everybody is playing. The way no. everybody's playing is right now. No, I don't think the true test is going to come from inside the division. I think it's going to have to come from outside the division. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Baltimore is. I believe they do play the Patriots at some point this year, so that'll be a test. Obviously. That'll be good. They may win the division by default this year. Well, if if if, and we'll get into in, in just a moment. But if there's any lingering effects, lingering injuries with the Steelers, Ben with his elbow. Yeah, they would. They win by default. Absolutely. Then, then there's no. There's they no they all win automatically. Um. So I mean, obviously, we want to see what happens with the Browns on Monday night. See if they bounce back. It is against the Jets, so maybe that's not an accurate picture of who they are. But it's still we want to see again what they are. This game, uh, Lamar Jackson does rush. He didn't rush at all in the last game. Right. Is turn him loose a little bit on this 120 one. rushing yards. Um. Arizona's defense is not that good. In fact, they're not good at all. So I'm sure it was open for him. If you're an Arizona fan, I mean, you expect this a little bit. You understand it's going to be a rebuilding process. You're just going to have to trust the process for a little bit longer. But I think you can be excited about it. Yeah. I think, yeah. Kyla, I honestly, I think Kyler Murray, now maybe it's just a matter of NFL teams figuring him out, but it seems like they've seen quarterbacks like this before. Short guys that run a lot. I mean, yeah. and you think they would have at least been able to figure him out. He seems to at least be making good good decisions They're drawing, in the, they're drawing the, the parallels between him, well, at least right around the draft, they're drawing a lot of parallels between him and Russell Wilson, right? Yes. Um, he is actually, I think he was actually a little bit heavier. He doesn't look it. No. I think Russell Wilson's really bulked out now. But he's actually coming out of the draft, he's a little heavier than Russell Wilson was. So... I, we'll see, we'll see. I, 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 I'm very, I'm very interested to follow Kyler Murray as an NFL yeah. fan. Um, yeah. I hope he does well. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously not, not, not because of anything that he did in college, um, but because I want to see him do well. Uh, next game, San Francisco put a hurting yeah. on Cincinnati. Uh, 41-17, to Jimmy G, three touchdowns. Their running game really got going. Matt Breda is the guy, 12 carries, 121. But Raheem Mostert, well, it was really split. He's the guy. Okay, because... he's the guy in that he's the starter. Okay, not only that, but he's a starter because Tim Coleman's out. Yes, he so, is. So at this point. Yeah, uh, 12 carries to 13 carries. Yeah, so I mean, it was split. It was I didn't, split. I didn't uh, look at the snap He did counts. better with his workload. We'll yes. say that. And Mostert uh, was also in there to catch passes. He caught a touchdown, pretty long one. I think it was like 36 yards. Uh, yep. Eagles just score a touchdown. Um, six play, 27-yard like drive. Nelson Aguilar catching it. Well, this game is... Definitely going to be close. We'll look forward to seeing the end of this game. Um, but for San Francisco um, and Cincinnati, uh, Andy Dalton still looking decent. Again, it's against San Francisco. Their defense is not that great. They played, mm-hmm. uh, they played Tampa last week. They got the Jameis Winston bump. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, interesting. They had four picks this year already. Yeah. Uh I believe I read a stat somewhere that they only had their defense had two last year. So they've Double, already yeah, doubled their garbage garbage last year. <laughs> they already doubled their interception rate. Uh Joel Mixon dealing with an ankle injury, only got eleven for seventeen, so not much there for Cincinnati, which is one of the reasons why they got blown out of the water. Uh 49ers. Real deal? Overachieving? What do you got? I mean, they play in a hard division. They got the Rams. Yeah. Seattle. I'm not, I'm not convinced by them yet. Um, they have a couple good players. No, I mean, they got George Kittle at the end of the day. I mean, who else? Do they have a wide receiving threat? They're wide receivers. I mean, it, it's, it's a mixed bag with them. Yeah, it is. It, the, you have a mixed bag at the wide receiver. You have an undecided backfield, which isn't a bad thing if you do well and if you're doing a, a running back by committee, uh, if they're both playing well, which they both did today. But... Eh, no, I'm not convinced by him yet. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm with not. you. I'm with you there. I'm just, I'm just looking to see. I, I do think they're overachieving this year again. I think the level of their competition. They so lost far, close to Seattle. Cincinnati did. Same yeah, that's Cis- what I'm saying. That's, yes, what, that's what I'm saying. Beat- well, I was, I was looking at Cincinnati. It's like, okay, well, Cincinnati lost close to Seattle, yes. so maybe there's something there. And then they got throttled by San Francisco. Um, but no, I, I, I mean. It's interesting that it doesn't, if you were just looking at stats, it doesn't look like they should have lost by that big. Um, but they did. I agree with oh, you. Oh, I though. didn't even realize Mixon was back today. Yeah, Mixon played. Oh, I didn't he was very that. limited. Okay. 
with his ankle. I thought Giovanni Bernard was going to be the guy today. I didn't, I didn't even realize that Mixon played. Yeah, he did for a little bit. Okay. Um, but again, 11 for 17. Yeah. He yeah. didn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> just, he didn't play. To be honest, he didn't. No. Um, next game, Chargers and Detroit. Lions win 13 to 10. Boo. I know. Just Boo. Wow. Dumpster and fire. Both of them had good weeks last week. And then I don't know what happened. I, maybe it was they drank the water in Flint and and just couldn't get it going. Um, Eckler still looked good with 133 all-purpose yards and a touchdown. So until Melvin Gordon comes keeps back, keeps driving that Melvin Gordon stock down. It keeps, keeps driving, driving it down. It. Now, here's the thing. Do you think Gordon comes back and gets the starting role? If he comes, he, they say he's coming back week six to eight. Does he get the starting role? You play, you play the hot hand. I think if, uh, if Eckler is doing fantastic, he's putting up these kind of stats at that point, I think that maybe you stick with them and then you kind of mix in Gordon as opposed to just handing it straight to Gordon. See, I, I agree because uh, Gordon hasn't really had any training. He didn't have any preseason. Right. So it's going to be uh, very, very uh, two-point conversion failed for the Eagles. And so it is still 17-12. Um, I think that... Here's the thing. Because they're going to have the same issue with him next year. So, honestly... Do you think they they give him a contract? I don't know. I don't know if they give him a contract or if they try to trade him or they try to franchise tag him. I think whatever they do, whatever they do, they're going to run him into the ground the there's, rest of this there's year. There's so much, too, that depends on how this year pans out for them. I mean, if, if, if they can identify, like, oh, if we just had Melvin Gordon, we would have we won this. If you have enough of those moments, I think that they sign him and give him a, a nice contract. But mm-hmm. other than that, no. I'm, ah. yeah. you get, you're going to get something for him. You yeah. trade him, you're going to get something. He's a, he's a premier running back. You, you'll get something out of this guy. I agree. I agree. But I think that they're going to try to get as much as they can out of him before they do that. Uh-huh. Um, so. they, they could ditch him, and then probably Jonathan Taylor's going to come out in the draft and get the other Wisconsin running back. This <laughs> <laughs> protégé. Hey, they might as well just keep going to the well. Yep. Um, for the Lions, Stafford looks meh. This is my meh game. I really? mean, 245, two touchdowns, and two picks. So not much to speak of in this game. Um, Man, the Chargers my, really needed this game. My apologies to anyone who watched this game. <laughs> it, was, it was really <laughs> wow. bad. Uh, I will say he had a great touchdown to Galladay. It was beautiful. Oh, was it? it was a great touchdown. So great throw there. For the other teams in the NFC North, Green yes. Bay and Minnesota, I'm going to give this one to you. 21-16 Green Bay wins. Uh, I thought this was going to be a whole lot better, bigger than it was. Yeah. Because what was it, 21 nothing after a quarter? Mm-hmm. Uh, did they score? I, I forget. It was 21-7 at half. Yeah, I think we might have scored in the second quarter. Right at the beginning of the but second quarter. But either way, we scored 21 unanswered, and then they scored 16 unanswered, and then that was it. It just stopped. So it was a very, it was a great game initially for me, and then nothing but a worry fest in the entire second half. I'm like, oh no, here it goes again. We're going we're gonna to fall apart. So... The couple of things I noticed from this game, number one, I have never been a fan of the the rule with the whole, remember when the last year in the NFC Championship, you had the pass interference that didn't get called, right. and everybody started crying about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, this is terrible. Oh, you can't do this. You got to be able to review this. Ah, blah, 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 blah. I did not like that, okay? I did not think that we should be able to challenge those kind of pass interference things. Uh-huh. So get this. So Minnesota's got the ball. They go all the way down. I think it's like, 21-3 or whatever it was at that point. Yep. They go all the way down, and they score a touchdown, but the play is reviewed. During the review of the play, they say, oh, somebody on the Vikings committed pass interference. Let's bring it back. It was a legit touchdown. Mm-hmm. They reviewed it. It was a legit touchdown, but there was pass interference on the play. Nobody challenged it. They just, oh, look, they're having a pass interference on the play, so let's bring it back. So they brought it back. Now, if I was a Vikings fan, I'd be going crazy. Yeah. I didn't like it, and I'm a Packers fan. Yep. But that, that affected the game. It affected how the game turned out because they went back and reviewed it and said, oh, look, there's pass interference. I don't think that this ever should have been a thing. I think that Saints fans were crying about it, and it caused this big uproar, and the NFL just reacted and made it a part of the game, and they shouldn't have done it, and it absolutely affected the outcome of this game. 
I think that maybe I, I don't mind so much the ability to to reverse or to to challenge and to review past interference. Okay, if but I think it has to be called first. I think it can't just be as you're saying we're reviewing a play for something else because it's a scoring play and oh we see that there should have been a penalty called. I think it needs to be a penalty that's called. Okay, but why is it only pass interference then? Why can't I challenge uh, holding? Why can't I challenge offsides, false start, whatever? Yeah. Why? Why can't I just challenge anything at this yeah. point? Yeah. No. I. 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 I guess. No. I think. I think you've got to get rid of it. If you're trusting the refs to officiate this game, you got to trust them. And if if it happens, it happens. It's like balls and strikes in baseball, right? Yeah. Everybody's gonna call it a little bit different. Okay. But that's not a bad thing. You just get yeah. used to, okay, how is he calling this? Yep. And then if he's calling it you know, within the strike zone, oh, his strike zone's a little bit further to the outside. You just adjust. Mm-hmm. I think that if somebody's letting them play a little bit and letting you get away with a little pass interference, all right. You know, yeah. do it. Don't, don't allow them to challenge it. Okay. I, just, I really, really don't like it. Yeah. Um, well, other than that, you keep preaching the Dalvin Cook gospel because, <laughs> man, that guy looks good. I, I said it last week. Wow, he looks I was, good. I was poo-pooed. I was poo-pooed, <laughs> as it's saying, for coming, for, for, for saying this, but I'm going to say it again. It's cooking in yeah, Minnesota. It is cooking in Minnesota. And Man, it, he looked good. Hey, it's cooking for him, but it sure ain't for Cousins, because <laughs> he's He threw terrible. more than 10 times. He did throw more than 10 times. But, it, man, I'm, I'm curious. What was his attempts versus completions? It was not good. Now, a couple times, it was his receiver's fault. Mm-hmm. Mainly, I'm looking at you, Stephon Diggs. But, man... If, and then here's what I noticed, if Cousins is comfortable in the pocket, good passer. Yes. The minute he has to move, oh man, his oh, yeah. completion he's, percentage on the move is atrocious. No, he's not, he's not a mobile quarterback. He's but not. I don't know one's ever accused him of being that. Yeah. So I think it's gotten worse though, because it seems like when he was in Washington, he at least had a little bit more liberty when he was moving around. Um, but it seems to be, be going downhill. So, so that game looked a whole lot better at the start at least for Packers fans, and then kind of ended really ugly. Six total turnovers, two from the Pack, four on the Vikings. Um, one was just on the last play, a fumble it's on funny, the lateral. It's funny, because when I saw that fumble on the lateral, I was like, oh, man, somebody just got some points in fantasy for a total <laughs> garbage time uh, turnover. I wonder how many matches that may have decided. Man, it'd be funny to hear from somebody who actually... It really, it really would be. Now, it wasn't mine, thankfully. Jacksonville and Houston. This is, again, in the meh column. Mm-hmm. Which is really sad because Houston looked so good against New Orleans in the first game, and I know they lost that game, but it was a great game. Yeah. But they come out thirteen twelve. Houston wins, um, and and Houston, the the Jacksonville D got embarrassed Did, last week against Patrick yes. Mahomes, and they yes. came out and looked good. I mean, who doesn't Patrick Mahomes embarrass though? He's gonna embarrass true. everybody. Now he has not looked that great against them in the past. Last year he didn't do what he does normally to everybody else. Last week, obviously, put that to bed. Uh, but they're back this week against Houston. And another, probably the second quarterback as far as offensive uh, prowess in the NFL in Deshaun Watson. And he only throws for 159 yards. Yeah, that's bad. Um, so he looked really good. Uh, but really, that, the story is, what were you going to say? I was going to say, has that defensive core changed much over the past few years? Not really. Remember, they had that huge coming out year where they just went out there and shut everyone down yes. when they should have beat the Patriots and gone to the Super Bowl on that well, defense that was two alone. years ago. And then last, yeah, that's year, what I was gonna say. last year, they totally, the other side, totally, I think they were on such a hype that they just expected it. And I don't know what it was exactly, but it wasn't anywhere near. Maybe we got some Jekyll and Hyde going on here. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, they need to figure, figure out who they are. Because either they're that team, and then we've already seen it in the first two weeks, they're either the team that went, that carried Blake Bortles all the way to the uh, AFC Championship, yep. or they're the team that, the defense that got just, you know, blown out last year. Yeah. They got to figure out who they are. They do. They do. And, and, and we'll see if they can build on this, because even though they lost the game, they, they held Houston to, to 13 points. But at least for Jacksonville, they have the mustache. They do have the mustache. <laughs> Gardner Minshew, 23 for 33, 213. Um rushed for 56 yards, threw for a touchdown. Um, okay, he's what, a backup quarterback. Honestly, he didn't do anything to lose the game for them, but he's not going to win you a game. Yeah, Not going to win it for you. Do you think that's any different, though, from Nick Foles? I do. Uh, oh, you think Nick Foles I got think the... Nick Foles, I think Nick Foles is definitely a level above Gardner Minshew. Now, I don't think 
Nick Foles, Philly special Nick Foles, is yeah. the Nick Foles that we're ever going to see again. That yeah. was just something special. It was. Uh, but And he's certainly not what Jacksonville paid for him. Yeah. But at least at this point, we're not going to know. So rest. Okay, so what do you think? What do you think of the end of that game where they went from went for two for the win instead of going for the tie? Why not? Okay, so you're a fan of it. You Uh, you know, I I would not want to see my team doing that if I knew that we were supposed to be winning. But with Jacksonville, especially with Minshew in, why not try to steal a win? Yeah, you saw again. We talked about it just a minute ago when Deshaun Watson scores in 13 seconds, goes 75 yards in two plays. So if they go to overtime. Is that defense going to be able to hold? Well, I mean, they had the whole game up to that point. I mean, do you trust your defense or not? I apparently, yeah, apparently not. Apparently, Doug Marone did not. So maybe he just didn't trust his offense. Maybe it's like, man, we ain't going to score again. Well, I think that they're, and that that's very possible that he probably thought we're here, we might as well do it now. Yeah. So that's kind of where they're it's, at. Man, it's gutsy. It's gutsy. I respect that call, but man. It, you might as well take it. Division game? Take it. Mm. Well, and I think that's that's probably another thing that drove it, because it was the division game. Oh, I figured you'd play a little more, a little safer on I that. I think you want to get the win. So, I, do I want to see my team doing it? No. But do I like to see other teams doing it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Take that it. risk. Yes. You take the risk. Don't give <laughs> roll, me the risk. Roll the dice. Uh, another division game, this time in the AFC East. Wait, this was game it? was exactly as we expected. What game? New England, 43, Miami, nothing. Oh no, that wasn't the game. This went out there and uh, skirmished. <laughs> went out there and skirmished the high school team. And, uh, <laughs> oh, well, goodness, kind of the way it worked out. It's laughable. But what's interesting to me about this game was how it unfolded, because when you look at it, if you have no idea how this game unfolded, you just see the score. You just think, oh yeah, it's exactly what we thought. I mean, Baltimore beat them fifty-nine to ten this week. New England beats them forty-three to nothing. People thought it could have been a hundred to nothing. Um. But you, it was only 13 nothing at half. Yeah. I saw 13 that. 13 nothing. Okay, so did you see the line on this game? The line on this game was What did like, it ended at? Because it uh, was at it was 19. 18, it was 18 19. and a half last I saw. It was 19 last time I saw. Yeah, that's crazy for an oh, NFL yeah. team to get 19 points. That's yeah. insane. And then I saw it at halftime, and I was like, oh, it was only 13 nothing. See, wow, be, they might pull that, this off. Well, before that, before the game started, I would have taken Miami in the points. Yeah, no, I... I would have too. Because, I totally would have taken them. Because at uh, home, that many points? No. Yeah. And, and Brady under the Patriots under Belichick, 8 and 11 in Miami. Mm. Losing record. Yeah. Now, granted, I don't think any Miami team has been as bad as this one. Yeah. So this is all new levels of low. This, this is. But, uh, but yeah, 13 okay. nothing and a half, 23 nothing through three. The Patriots scored 20 points in the fourth quarter. Two Good pick sixes from Ryan Fitzpatrick on. Back-to-back drives to start the fourth quarter. Yeah. Just... That sounds about right. He is just gift-wrapping it to just him. Just don't make him the starter. Tell him every single game. You go in and go in there and say, you're not the starter, Fitzpatrick. And then he'll go out there and be like, no, it's magic. And then he'll go out there and go crazy. <laughs> That's what you gotta do. Just don't start him. And I then, don't think he's got any more bunnies in the hat. Mm, yeah. Or maybe he's gonna pull them out of his beard. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's Where Where pull these bunnies from? You just get some more of them. It's and and then and then they bring in old Josh Rosen and he's just as bad. He throws a pick as two, he, uh, pick two. So Miami, it's it's we knew it was going to be bad going in, but it seems like it's getting even worse because it doesn't seem that ownership cares about this season at all. Everything is looking towards next season, and it's very evident to the team currently. So now you've got players wanting to be traded. Uh, the team is actively shopping. Fitzpatrick, uh, Minka, not Ryan, because no one wants that. Yeah. And Kenyon Drake. How 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 hard is it to be a player on the Dolphins this season? Uh, I mean, just yeah. ap- apart from the fact that you're losing, how do you buy into what we're trying to do? And do you really think? Do you really think? And and again, I am an Alabama fan. Uh, I think Tua is a great quarterback. I do not think that he's going to be able to turn that around in one season. No, you can't. It's a, it's a cultural thing. It's an organizational cultural thing. You're not going to turn that around for a while. It's going to stay bad. When was the last time the Dolphins were even had a winning record? It Is wasn't it, too long ago. Cause, I how mean, long they was had, not too long ago? Probably, what, three or four years? I mean, they, really? they went to the playoffs against, with Tannehill at one point. Oh, yeah. I forgot we had a little Tannehill era that never really amounted to anything. Yeah, so I okay, think... Okay, so do you think... Do they go 0-16, yes or no? 
at this point, I don't see how we can't say that. Okay. They don't. They've scored 10 points through two games. All right, so here's the rest of their schedule. They got at the Cowboys. Uh, That's a loss. Yep, they got the That's probably Char- another blowout loss. Yeah, Chargers at home, another, another blowout. Yep. Redskins at home. Redskins haven't looked terrible. Okay, I mean, at the Bills. Iffy. Bills are 2-0. and oh. Do you realize I mean, that? Oh, I know. I mean, gr- granted, the Bills haven't okay, played okay. really anywhere. Here's, here's one that they might win. At the Steelers. It's okay. <laughs> there we go. I'll uh, give it to you. Uh, the Jets at home, at the Colts. They might be able to pull out one of the ones at, uh, with the Jets. Bills, Browns, Eagles, Jets, Giants, Bengals, Patriots. Where do they play the Giants? Home or? They play at the Midlands. In, in Midlands? Yeah. I think maybe they could pull out the ones, the one with the Jets at, the, at home. Because with no. Darnold, well, with Darnold, how long is he out for though? He he could heard miss anywhere be... from three to seven weeks. I mean, I'm gonna say they go 0 16. I'll say it right now they go 0 16. Look, I'm not saying they're gonna year. beat the Jets. 0 16. It's <laughs> gonna happen there, especially. Well, if they get rid of anybody, if they trade away anybody, absolutely they're going 0 16. Uh, so that's actually showing off to work. Oh yeah, everybody wants to leave this team because we suck. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I I, I don't <laughs> understand how in the world you can get that you can communicate that kind of a culture any buy-in no for that i mean you don't want you don't want to play you want to show up it's very hard personal character and drive for yourself is very hard to uh uh, continue on in that kind of a situation give it up dolphins you suck uh mailing the rest of your season patriots obviously not much to say there brady just keeps it going ab gets his first touchdown as a pat that is all i'm going to say about him in this podcast Sony Michelle bounces back 85 yards and a touchdown. Does have a fumble, but he had those issues last year. Um, so uh, Patriots, at this point, I got to think until they have a, a stumble, they've got to be the Super Bowl favorite um, because they just look really good. Uh, granted, it was against a Miami team. As we just said, we know their state and the Steelers who are in flux. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Buffalo beat the Giants 28-14. to and uh, again, you, as you just said, Buffalo 2-0. Now, they yeah. did beat both New York teams, which is not saying much. Um, but uh, Josh Allen looking solid, Hey, at that's least. the most dominant team in New York right there. <laughs> Get on the Buffalo bandwagon. Bill's Mafia, baby! <laughs> Let's go smash some tables. Matt is taking uh, applications for new teams. <laughs> Patriots, well, Bills. I don't, need, I, don't need to, I don't need to take any application. Packers are great. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm, my, my AFC team what? is up for grabs. Somebody impress me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why the Bills won't give the ball to, to Devin Singletary. Didn't he get hurt today, too? It did see him go out. Yeah. I did not see if he came back in. Uh, but even before he went out, it just didn't seem like they were giving him the ball. This reminds me so much, as a Packers fan, you can relate to this, of what they did to Aaron Jones yeah, the past exactly couple of years. That's exactly what I was thinking, too. And it's, it's, I mean, he had six for 57. That is a nine... Over a nine average per carry. Yeah. Frank Gore, 19 for 68. That's a less than three. Yeah. It's, I don't know if they just don't trust him yet. So it'll be interesting to see what goes on there. Saquon still looks good for the Giants. What I was surprised most about this game is that the Giants announced before that um, Sterling Shepard was going to be out with a concussion. Mm-hmm. So you figure Evan Ingram and Saquon are going to be leading two pass catchers. Well, remember... Nay, nay. Yeah. Remember the, the two years ago, Ingram had that you know, the huge coming out year. It was like, oh my goodness, yeah. this guy's great. And then last year, you didn't even hear from him. No, and I think part of that was he did deal, deal with injuries a lot. Um, he did. Well, he also deals with Manning, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I think this year, and, and there was still Beckham. OBJ was still there last year. Um, this year, there wasn't anybody with Golden Tate out on suspension. Sterling Shepard kind of eh. He had a great game last game. He though. did, and that's why I really expected him. But he got out targeted even yeah. by Benny Fowler. Some... Who is Benny Fowler? I vaguely remember him no, from Denver. I'm, I'm going to go overreaction. From Denver overreaction. I think some games it just doesn't go your way. I agree. I agree. I just don't understand. I mean, I again, not having watched much of this game, did Buffalo take him out? Um, I think that's something to watch. They just need to pull a plug on Manning and put in Danny Dimes. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, is this, <laughs> Let's is go. This, are we self? Are we proclaiming him? This this his new name. Yes, he's Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. All right, <laughs> I like it. 
Um, oh, I really don't want to talk about this game. Seattle beat Pittsburgh 28 rip to it 26. Off. It's a band-aid. Rip <laughs> it off. It'll feel better when you're done. Oh, yeah. And this is after we were up 10-7. Pittsburgh was up 10-7 at the half. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just all fell apart. Uh, Russell Wilson looked great. 303 yeah. TDs. Um, Top five quarterback in this league. Not a hot take. I'll agree with you. I'll agree with you. Um, I think that his offense around him has probably is part of some of the issues that they've been having the last couple of years. Uh, but I'll agree with you uh, there. Uh, running backs for Seattle. Uh, Chris Carson, he got the old, you fumbled, so now we don't trust you anymore treatment. Man, that's the old Mike Holmgren way right there. Yeah, you, and it was still going you on. You mess up, I'm benching you. And and Chris Carson has had issues with ball control in the past, so we'll see what happens there. Rashad Penny comes in, looks just as good, 10 for 62 and a touchdown, uh, which is odd because last week the Steelers really did a good job with the run with uh, New England. Now, they didn't do a great job at all controlling the pass out of the backfield, uh, but with the running backs themselves, and so this week kind of falls apart. But with the Steelers, this is what we're worried about. Ben leaves with an elbow injury. Um, which apparently he had but, been shaking his arm all game. When did it happen? Because all of a sudden, he had, I saw the replay, and he's just there all, got a pocket, got everything, throws it, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, my arm's hurt. Well, they said he had been shaking his arm like all game, so mm-hmm. they wondered if something had either it was lingering from last week or it was something that happened early in the game and he was just trying to play through it. Was it a contact injury? Is it like something like elbow tendonitis? I think it's it was just... more like that. They, they don't okay. know for sure. He's going to have an MRI um, tomorrow, I believe. He's having that to find out. So he goes out with <laughs> injury in a Your third. Your season gets decided as the result of this MRI. <sighs> yeah. Although, Mason Rudolph comes in, two touchdowns to Vance McDonald. Mason Rudolph looked good at, uh, at Oklahoma State. Yeah, he really Mason, did. Mason Rudolph is, I think, a legit quarterback, and maybe this now is his chance. And they had to a vote show. of confidence too in him when they got when they dealt Josh Dobbs and exactly. got rid of him. They said, "No, this guy, this guy's got mm-hmm. it going on." Yes. So I'd be interested to see what happens if Mason Rudolph. But here's where I think this this not just Ben, but James Conner left the in, left the game with an injury. We still didn't have any run game. Before he left, he was 11 for 33, had a short touchdown, but that was only because they fumbled the ball hey, in the red zone. Melvin Gordon might be available. You guys are good with running backs who hold out. There we go. That's just what we want. We need that. I think Mason Rudolph, if he's got a solid run game, he could perform. Obviously, there'll be some bumps and bruises um, trying to get through that, but I am really worried for the future. I, I, honestly, as a Steelers fan, I came into this this season... With confidence, trusting that we were going to be able to figure out how life was going to work after yeah. AB, that Juju was a number well, one. It looked like Juju and Connor were the the next set of the you know your stars. They were your studs. They were they did great the last year. Honestly, I think more than looking for someone to replace AB, they needed to have been looking for someone to replace Juju. Hmm. Because I think Juju can be the one, but they need somebody. They to, don't have anybody to be a two. two. Yeah, to take the pressure off of him, and and I think that's where we're we're seeing it come through right now. Um, Indianapolis, Indianapolis, they keep winning, nineteen to seventeen over but Tennessee. Th- think the hold on, hold on, think though, everybody was picking Indianapolis to be like a top, top. Well, what? I heard three people, team. I, per- I heard before Luck retired. Yes, I heard Super Bowl. There is a very good unit around Jacoby Brissett. I agree. There is a fantastic team that they have grown around him. Maybe that's all they need to go far this year. Maybe they just need the game manager. Maybe they just need threw, somebody to not three mess touchdowns. up. He threw three touchdowns. Now, yeah. he did have two, two, two turnovers, excuse me, uh, but he had three touchdowns. Honestly, I think they found their offensive uh, secret. The, 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 the secret to winning for the Colts is giving Marlon Mack the ball because he yeah. got the ball 20 more times today. Yeah. And, and he him. still looked good. Yeah, absolutely. Him. He was hungry. Yeah, he was. Mariota. 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 I got your disease. He's still, still <laughs> not do. good at football. <laughs> um, he came back to earth. Henry, okay, 15 for 81. He didn't have any 75-yard runs, so that was why. Uh, interesting. Right. He I still saw, looked good, though. Yeah, yeah, he still did. He's definitely not 
what we thought he was going to be, you know, the completely overrated hype that scored all of his fantasy points in two games last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Titans saw this stat. Oh, and 11 versus Andrew Luck. Oh, and 11 versus Andrew Luck. The only two wins that they had versus the Titans or the Colts in the Andrew Luck era was the year he was out. They were 2-0 and against Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. No longer. Well, now they're 2-1, yeah. Exactly. So, uh, Indianapolis wins it. Uh, Dallas beats Washington 31-21. to uh, Dallas... Cowboys the, look good. The D offense shows up Man, again. Man, they look good. Uh, could... Okay, be honest with me. Could this be Dallas's year? I know you want to say that as a Packers fan, but no. at least... I mean, is this going to be another... Who's, they look, they what, look okay, great going okay, into hey, the hold on, hold on. Honest question, who has looked the best in the NFC through two games? Dallas. It's true. Is anyone even a close second in your mind? Oh, my goodness. The answer for me is no. Maybe the Rams? They didn't look that great against Carolina, but they definitely they don't look, look better. explosive like Dallas looks. No. Dallas looks freaking explosive. Their, that, that play action and yeah. the run pass option, RPO that, they're, they're, that Kellen Moore has brought into there looks great. Dak looks great. He's running the ball. He's throwing it on a dime to his receivers. Yeah. Zeke is doing Zeke things. Um, honestly, and with Philadelphia losing, they're still losing 17-12 to 12 with eight and a half left in this game. This may just be the year that Dallas has the privilege to go lose to the Patriots in the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, but they're going to get past the first game in the playoffs. Uh, true that. So we'll true see that. what happens there. Washington, still no run game. Uh, they kind of score a late touchdown to make it look a little bit better. Not much to speak of there yeah. um, for Dallas. Uh, Kansas City and Oakland. Uh, Kansas City continues to roll. Final score, 28-10 to 10 on this game. Um, Patrick Mahomes... Four more touchdowns. Yeah, the run game was non-existent with them today, though. Um, I don't know. Did Damian Williams, did he he got injured too, right? I feel like there's a lot of running back injuries today. I did, did not he come see. back in? I did not see. Okay. Um, yeah. Josh Jacobs, though. Man looks good. He's legit. The man He's legit. looks good. Now, why in the world are you going to go all the way down the field with Josh Jacobs? You're going to get to the goal line. Why do you throw the ball? Because Seattle Seahawks? <laughs> I don't know. Pete Carroll, where were you on that sideline? Uh, He's whispering plays in the Chucky's on. headset. I mean, and, and then like, Chucky, uh, throws, throws an interception. Pass the ball. <laughs> John Gruden all of a sudden had a flashback. Um, I just don't understand that. So we gotta, you got you, you to give your playmakers a chance to play. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was making plays. So, anyway, we'll see what happens there. Uh, Chicago and Denver. Man, I want another dumpster fire. Oh, man. It's bad. Bears pull it out 16-14. to 14. Uh, that, I think that that's going to be a typical game for the Bears this season. Though. I agree. That is going to be what they do. It's going to be a low-scoring, ugly, just brawl yep. that somebody's going to come out bloody and muddy and you know dripping in sweat, and they're going to be like, well... We won by two. It was, you know, 13 to 11 or, you know, something crazy like that. It's going to be something really low. Yeah. I know I get 11 points. Yeah, yeah. and I think that comes from, which is odd because Matt Nagy is such an offensive mind. (laughs) But apparently it's not (laughs) working. Um, No, it's not. Because Mitchell Trubisky, 120 yards passing. No no bueno. No bueno for me. And again, Joe Flacco is still not that great. Not enough to win. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. The Broncos are definitely going to finish last, but, but if anything, the bears fans can take heart in the fact that they hit another field goal. Yeah. Small victories. That's right. Small victories. Uh, take it away. They did win. So uh, they kept pace with the pack, at least still only a game behind them. And then, uh, last game of the afternoon, uh, the saints and the Rams, the Rams win 27 to nine. Uh, Drew Brees leaves with an injury in this game in the first quarter. I think I think he'll be fine. Uh, I was watching that game. He they they taped his his hand up, mm-hmm. uh, and he came back in and looked like maybe he wanted to come in. I thought that they wouldn't put him back in unless the game was really close and like on the yeah. line, and they felt like they could win. I think they would put him back in. 
But no, he he was just on the sideline. He at least suited up and came back out, and then they taped up his thumb. Yeah, Teddy. But Bridge- he couldn't even. He went to pick up a ball, and he just dropped it. Yeah, he couldn't hold on to that thing. Well, they better hope that he comes back because Teddy Bridgewater did not look that great. Only 165 yards. Um, certainly, he wasn't expecting it in this game. Um, and the Rams defense, I'm sure, is not one that you want to come in for your first NFL action, legitimate right. NFL action in several years. Um, the Rams held Kamara in check. Yep. Um, he, looked, them. he looked great uh, against Houston. Explosive. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw any of that Houston game. Mm, uh, I but did not. When Kamara got the ball, every time you expect him to take it to the house. There were a couple plays where he was getting hit three, four times by guys all different sides and would not go down. Just incredible. Uh, but he doesn't get much in this game. And uh, so we'll see what happens with the Saints. Um, what do you think about that that call? Did you see the call? Where, I did. The fumble. Yeah, the fumble. Uh, and then they took it to the house, and then they got called back. That really, I think that shifted the momentum of that game. I really oh, I, I agree. I agree. What was the score at that point? Uh, it was close. Uh, I want to say that would have put him ahead. It would have been like, 14 to 13 or something close like so that. So something close. I'll have to go back and look and see the actual uh, stats, what it yeah. was. But it, it was a close game at that point. I want to say they had three or six points or mm. something like that. So but, Saints fans, you and the Rams okay, and the refs. It's true, but okay, I love Drew Brees and Sean Payton. I respect those guys a lot. I think that they're, they're a great quarterback, coach, pair. Uh, I really like them. And, and I, I do like the Saints. You know, I... I, th- I think they're a good team. You know, I like them. But I'm getting a little annoyed by Saints fans. It's, it's really starting to get to me. They complain about everything. And it's, oh, well, the refs are just out to get us, and they're screwing us over, and blah, blah, blah. No, stop. It's football. It happens. Yeah, it sucks. Life moves on. I mean, let's go. Just win the rest of the game. You would have won the NFC Championship last year if you guys had not thrown the pick. By, by Drew Brees. I mean, you guys had every opportunity to win that game, and instead we're stuck with this rule I've been complaining about, about the reviewable pass interference, because you guys complain. Just shut up. <laughs> Saints fans, you've heard it here first. <laughs> this is, however, coming from a Packers fan who doesn't believe I, that Dez caught it. So <laughs> Dez did not... No, Dez did not catch it by the rules at the time. According to the rules, as they were written, he did not catch that ball. Okay, we're not going to go into that. Yeah, we don't, because I'm right, but whatever. (laughs) I think it was a stupid rule, and I'm glad they changed it, but yeah. Saints fans, we apologize again. We hope hope things go better for you. That does it for all our game recaps. Right now, about four and a half minutes left in the Sunday night game. Atlanta is still up 17-12. to Eagles with the ball, third down. Uh, we'll see what happens here with the rest of this game, but it's fine. Time to get to our next segment. Hi. Third and three, we are going to bring you, as we said last week, a different list of three things every week. Players, teams, uh, different topics and subjects. This week, we are going to bring you, through two weeks, three overachievers and three underachievers from two weeks through the NFL. And uh, so uh, to start us off, we mentioned all three of these teams, these overachieving teams mm-hmm. and uh, earlier. And so we won't spend a whole lot of time on them. Uh, but I, I think we both agree that the 49ers. Yes. The Lions. Yep. And the Ravens. Yes. Are all overachieving. They are. Um, Ravens play somebody worth playing. Impress me. Uh, so as much as you love Lamar Jackson. Yes. You need to see something more. Lamar Jackson's goat. <laughs> uh, it, it seems like with the Ravens, there's not enough there yet. yet. There's not been enough body yeah. of work. Everybody yeah. before the game and the Eagles just scored. Carson Wentz ran it in. Flag on the play. We'll see how that stands. So the Ravens, they've, they've got to be able to show against somebody We've said this, so this is a broken record. They've got to show against somebody that's got some real competition. Yeah. Um, they've done it again against Miami, against Arizona. Same with the 49ers. Yeah. Show me something. Show me something real. Yeah, 49ers. Lions just stop being mediocre. They're mediocre, but they're still winning. So I think, I think they've overachieved from, yeah. from what they are actually capable yeah. of. Lions with one win and one tie. The 49ers with two wins 
against Tampa Bay and against uh, today against Cincinnati. And so none of these teams have won anything to speak of. Certainly they're winning the games that they should win. Uh, the Lions probably they the Lions very close to not being on this this list because they should have lost to Arizona. Let's be honest. Um, We're um, calling an overachiever with a win and a tie. <laughs> no, you suck. <laughs> Stop overachieving. This is what we think okay, of you, Lions. <laughs> you tied. That's that, that's too much. It's too much. It's, it's just too much. much. I can't handle this. <laughs> no, lose. <laughs> should be on two. Uh, so I expect all three of those teams to come down. They play in divisions that are competitive. Um, the Lions, the Lions, are going to run up against the rest of the NFC North, mm-hmm. who have played themselves right now. Yes, they have. And so Minnesota zero and two. No, no, no. Minnesota. No, 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 I'm a... sorry. Minnesota beat Atlanta last yeah, week. That's right. So everybody, uh, Green Bay's two and zero, and then Chicago and Minnesota are one and one. So the Lions are, are going to they're going to have to play somebody for real. Three underachievers for this week. These are players, groups of players, groups of teams, teams that have been bad. We expect to get better, or we are asking them to get better because we think that they could be. We are begging them to be better. Yes, I'm begging the Steelers' offense to be better. Yeah. I'm begging. Now, I don't know what happens. Two-point conversion for Philly. That puts them up by three over Atlanta with 313 left. Um I think a lot of it depends on what happens with Connor and with Roethlisberger. If neither one of those guys uh, miss time, then yes, I expect them to come back and I expect them to figure out this offense and get it clicking. Mm-hmm. If they miss time, I don't know what to expect. We don't, we don't know what life looks like with Mason Rudolph and a mixture of Jalen Samuels and Benny Snell running the ball. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really scared there, but, but I'm going to say right now that they're underachievers okay i think another underachiever is the entire nfc north division i agree agree. they've looked so sloppy minus the lines yeah but the lines are overachievers they can't be (laughs) overachievers and underachievers here no i don't i don't care they they both overachieved and underachieved they've overachieved because they won the game they've underachieved because they don't look pretty okay I'll give you that. They underachieved because they tied. They, the pro- Bears, they should have beaten Arizona The Bears should be better than this. Agreed. But uh, apparently, I mean, that's just the way they're going to be. Maybe it's just going to be that slugfest. Maybe it's going to be just a brawl that they might happen to eke it out a win. But I think that uh, their entire offense, some side of the ball, has underachieved. Um, I think that they're, they're making these games... I mean, Man, I think that they almost should have beat the Packers uh, on that first week. I agree. But, but they didn't. Nope. Um, the, the Minnesota Vikings, they should have done something. Case, or, um, Cousins should have done something. But, man, this guy, is, he's underachieving yep. like crazy. Yep. Uh, you have a couple standouts. And the Packers, you go up 21 nothing, and then you can't even get a drive going in the entire second half of this ballgame? Come on, man. I mean, let's do something, NFC North. I mean, you need Pokemon stick. Come on, do something. Move. <laughs> Move, NFC North. I think they're just, it's going to be an ugly division this year, at least the way they're, all those teams are playing right now. At least they're all playing to the same level. Yeah, they're all playing ugly. It, it they're is, playing it ugly. Is. It only takes one team to come out of it. Yeah. Right now it's the Packers. And it I'm, does. I'm, I'm happy. I'm incredibly happy the Packers are 2-0 under a new coach, and we will be a different team by the time the year is over. But it's a little ugly right now. Yeah, it it's just, I saw flashes of what they could be, and then they suck. And defense is doing well. I mean, I'll, I'll give them that. But yeah. the offense isn't clicking. None of the offenses are clicking in the NFC North. No. The offenses, un- there you go. Offenses in the NFC North are underachieving. Yes. And the defenses are overachieving. So they are there, both underachievers and overachievers <laughs> at the same time. So I'll put them in both. There we go. Last underachiever. I've just got to say this. Place kickers in the NFL. Yeah. Through the early games. I did not check the last three games, and I haven't seen tonight. I don't believe we've had any tonight. Six extra points. Okay, the missed. Minnesota one, though, was because they blocked it. Or was that the field goal? No, that was the point after. Yeah, that was the point after. He blocked it. Like, okay. they came flying around the edge, and I think it was Jerry Alexander got his hands up and blocked it. So, give, give, give Dan Bailey a little bit of credit. Five. Yeah. Then. Five. Come on. This is an extra point. You get paid 
to kick field goals. I understand if you're going to miss a field goal that is, you know, uh, uh, something from distance, it's under pressure, you're trying to win the game, whatever. I'll give you a little bit of credit there. But an extra point? No, no. And Adam Viteria missed two. Steven Goskowski missed two. Wow. Two extra points. Uh, very, very sad. Kickers, come on. get your That could have cost Indy in that game, too. It could have. Yeah. It really could have. So get your act together, place kickers. We don't pay you to miss PATs. Hi! <laughs> Last segment, fourth and short. We're going to finish out here. Just looking ahead, tomorrow night's game. Um, I'm actually kind of interested to see this game. Cleveland, I don't, Cleveland, Cleveland and the Jets. Yeah. Cleveland visiting the Jets. Um, mainly because I'm, I'm hoping there's at least one team that's worse than the Steelers in the NFC, AFC North. <laughs> uh, please, Cleveland. No, but don't, I, don't I, throttle the Jets. I was going to say, I, I really expect this to be a Baker bounce back. Yep. Um, I think that uh, the Jets, especially with Darnold being out with Mono. Maybe they should make him play and then he can go mono y mono with Baker Mayfield. Huh? Dad jokes. It I is. got him. It's too late for that kind of stuff. Too late. Uh, but Darnold is out and uh, also injuries on defense for the Jets. So it'll be interesting to see. I, I think Cleveland will, will be able to bounce back. If, if, there, if there was ever a recipe for a bounce back. This is oh, it yeah. right here. It, you're, you've, been, is, you've been gift wrapped. This is a bounce back. This is, this is where, where you're going to destroy him. Um, so hopefully that'll that'll happen. So before we close, I just have to get your opinion about one thing. Mm. All right. Aaron Rodgers doesn't like the wave. How can you not like the wave? When you're on offense, it's distracting. He doesn't want the wave in Lambo. I I'm okay yeah. with I'm okay with him saying that. I, I'm I'm definitely okay with that. Look, when you're on I, the offense, you're trying to be focused, you're trying to get stuff done. And the fans are like, nah, whatever. I'm not paying attention to the game. I was going to do a wave here while I'm offense. I'm, no, totally, I'm totally playing devil's advocate here. I, okay. hate, I hate the wave, too. Oh, I'm okay with the wave. I'm all for it. But when you're on offense, come on, guys. Offense is at work. Let's, uh, no one, let's no one likes No one likes that guy that tries to start the wave. At the oh, I'm the guy who tries to start I the wave. I know you are, which is why no one likes you. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's harsh. I'm sorry. We need to end this. Uh, we've been going on too long, apparently. We can't stand each other now. It's just, just personal my attacks way. now. That's right. And uh, so we're going to... I think gonna... your hair sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, we're going to shut it down. Uh, two minutes left in the Sunday night game. Philadelphia is still leading 20-17. to 17. Atlanta is facing a fourth down, so we'll see what happens there. We're looking forward to tomorrow night's game and looking ahead to next week. Uh, fourth and short podcast here every single week with your rapid reaction. And uh, we'll come back at you next Sunday, week three. We hope that you'll be with us right here for more fourth and short. Peace out.